0: Coming to
1: get you. Welcome to the Fear Central podcast. I am Mike. I'm Paul.
2: I am Chris. And I am Heather.
1: And uh, we are a weekly podcast bringing you our thoughts and ideas about the horror Mm -hmm. genre. Uh, if this is your first time joining us, welcome. We love fresh blood.
3: Yeah, <laughs> love it, love it, love it. <laughs> <laughs> You're gonna make laughing at me. <laughs> you gonna make that face every time? Yes. <laughs> yes.
4: <laughs> fresh bloody body parts coming right
1: up. Uh, if you'll take a few seconds to go ahead and subscribe to us on whatever platform you prefer to get your podcasts, uh, and if you are enjoying the show, please give us a rating and a review. Really appreciate it. Uh, if you have any thoughts about a new show, idea, or topic that you would like to see us talk about, let us know on one of our many social media platforms. Uh, you can find that over at fearcentral.net. We have our whole list of where you can speaketh with us. Speaketh with us?
3: Speaketh with us. You're so formal right now. I, I, I prefer I know, a I know. good
0: scream myself. <laughs> but, you know.
3: I uh, doth screameth. Doth screameth? Whatever
4: works <laughs> for you,
1: darling. Whatevereth. <laughs> Doth mother knoweth you were weareth her
3: dress? Oh, I was I was thinking Drapes. I was thinking South Park vampire or goths, oh. whatsoever. <laughs> <laughs> whatsoever. <laughs> uh,
1: but before we get into this week's show, there are a couple of things we'd like to mention. Uh, first, we'd like to give a big shout out to uh, Brian Scott Phillips. Uh, he gave us a comment the other day. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I was totally ready for all. She's this. all choked up. That's the reason it's taken so
3: long. It, yes, yes, it, it just
4: warmed my blackened heart to hear us. To,
3: yeah, to paraphrase Dennis Leary, it warmed my cockles that day. Yeah.
4: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, Mr. Brian goes, "Y'all's podcast is the best." I just recently discovered your show, driving my hour drive to work and. Our drive back home. I listened to all your shows and loved them. Hope to hear more soon. And thanks for helping me discover Lore podcast. (coughs) I'll plug.
1: Yeah.
4: (laughs) (laughs) It's amazing as well. You know, Aaron (laughs) Minky bastard.
1: He probably likes the fact that we sent him people too.
4: Probably. Yeah. You know, we should probably get a thank you for that. You would think.
1: Uh,
4: Just wanted to let you guys know that you got a fan in Kentucky. So, yay, Kentucky.
3: Okay. Land, from
4: Kentucky.
3: Land of Bourbon and Brotherhood.
4: And Bloodfest and, and, and Brian. And Brian.
3: Yeah. All the bees. All the bees.
4: Yeah.
3: <laughs> <laughs> got the bees in Kentucky. <laughs>
0: mm.
3: <laughs> um, yeah.
1: Thank, thanks so much, Brian. Uh, yes, thank you. And, and if y'all want to get a shout out, anybody else out there, you'd like to have one. We love giving them. Uh, all you got to do is head over to fearcentral.net. We're givers. Check out our social media let well, us know giver. just <laughs> let us know we're givers <laughs> um and secondly we are in the works of working on a new video show
0: we are
1: uh-huh and this video show will be us watching your hor- short horror films
2: well damn that requires makeup and hair
1: it does Yep. Shit. how many ring lights does artist. this room take I don't know well, we have to figure something mm-hmm. up because we can't all we can all squeeze on that couch <laughs> or that couch <laughs> I
2: mean, yeah.
3: we can all bring our couches from home oh well there you go there's yeah.
2: enough room in here for about four couches
3: yeah uh, we sectionals do- i was about to say we'll just get a huge sectional without telling all you the and then the- we'll just put it all against this wall and all the way extended there
2: i'm pretty sure the next piece of furniture <laughs> i'm getting is a sectional
3: okay well there, there you, go. you go can we buy it in pieces <laughs> we'll just keep building it. <laughs> Build a couch? Like a Lego set?
2: <laughs> DIY, sectional
1: couch. Oh my god.
3: We're gonna have the biggest ass sectional. <laughs>
1: yep. Just one big square around a room.
3: Pick a place. You will not be able to get <laughs> to it normally.
1: <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, uh, if you or your friends, are filmmakers, uh, Give us a shout out um, about your film or films. Um, we'll take a view at them, let you know if we're going to do it. Um, as soon as we get some, we've got some more needle threading to do before we get this show up and off the ground. Okay. Uh, but it's a, it's a good heads up for you to, you know, if you know someone or if you yourself would like to submit some films to us. Bring the blood. Yeah. Um, you know, I'd say, f- five to thirty minute length, sure. Or nothing longer than that
3: yeah, short and time. if they're easy enough to find i mean they can suggest they can make suggestions for yeah, us so we or can go she yeah. Yeah. don't have to be the filmmaker like we'll help out the filmmakers that uh, we find yeah
4: you know and if it's really bad warn us and we'll drink some more before we get on the show <laughs> <laughs>
3: um
1: but yeah uh that's that's something we've got in the works um i think it i think it'll be a really good idea because i don't see a whole lot of people other than film festivals Shooting out stuff about the short film festivals or short films mm-hmm. I mean, you can find them on YouTube, you can find them on Vimeo, but that's you know an active shirts to go oh horror films, uh which one do I watch which one you know yeah. so it'll give us a chance to also help people <laughs> are you all right
0: uh-huh, uh-huh. <laughs> oh. <laughs>
3: So, oh, I, I'm I'm sitting in a chair with an open back, and the cat found that out. Oh, <laughs>
0: oh no.
3: Are your claws sharp enough dead. now,
0: dude?
3: Oh, my bad. Are you enough
4: blood? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my
1: God. Oh, now you're being <laughs> stared <laughs> down about it, too. You're like, what?
4: Do you mean cat from hell? <laughs> The
1: look. <laughs> <laughs> so just a couple of things uh, before we get into it. Uh, so last week we talked uh, Forgotten Frights. Mm-hmm. So this week with the release of the new Conjuring film. The Devil Made yeah. Me Do It. Yeah, we baby. thought we would get dive into the Conjuring universe. And into Ed and Lorraine Warren as well. See, uh,
4: I really don't want to call it the Conjuring Universe anymore. I just want to call it the Warren Files. I mean, that's pretty much what it is.
1: Okay. It kind of makes more sense to not call it the Conjuring Universe because you've got to tie in all the Annabelles and then the Amityvilles and Hunting in Connecticut, uh, hunting in, hunting in Connecticut is one of their stories as well. No. But they're
3: not in it. But they're not in it. And it's not from the production universe, or production company that's doing all this? Right. Hey.
4: Apparently he didn't like the Conjuring universe either. Uh,
3: You don't need to get my back there, Crowley. Demons, stop it. (laughs) What do you want from us?
4: (laughs) (laughs) Give us the knock.
3: (laughs) Need a sheet of paper and like a pencil that I just start wasting the paper with. I'm drawing circles. I'm drawing circles. No stop, pain. I the think. cat. <laughs> <laughs>
0: exterminate!
1: Exterminate! I think Lassie's trying to tell us something. <laughs>
3: <laughs> so, uh,
1: but yeah, the new Conjuring came out uh, Friday? Friday.
3: Friday, June. The beginning of June. What beginning of
1: June. June fourth. 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 yeah, yeah there you June go. fourth. Yeah. June fourth. Um, We've already watched it. Yep. Some great. Of more than once. I liked it. Yep. Some of y'all more than once. Yep. They just like binge watched it twice.
3: Well, it, <laughs> it's really nice that it's on HBO Max. Right. Yes. Yep.
1: And, uh, I think that's been a big help with a lot of the films that coming out through Warner.
3: Well, and you got a temper like they're still dealing with, you know, the pandemic rollout. But uh, I have heard that this actually... Seems like this one's doing a little bit better than Quiet Place Part 2 did, and Quiet Place Part 2 was one of the best weekends they've had. Yeah. So, um,
1: Speaking of which, I believe Paramount announced that 14 days after theater release it's going to be on there. On no, Quiet On Paramount Plus. Oh, cool. So something to look forward to in the next couple of weeks. Yep. Really excited for that one, too. Mm-hmm. Uh, so this one is based on... Trying to take the devil to court.
3: What? No. No. Is this not an Oh God, You Devil (laughs) spinoff? But I thought I did see George Uh, Burns. Yeah, I was waiting for him. (laughs) Walter from Friends showed up. (laughs) Yeah, That was nice. Yeah, we had Walter from Friends. With his friendly smile.
2: Yes. What? Did you not like that?
3: No, No. no Walter from Friends. You're not supposed to (laughs) make
4: fun of
2: Walter.
3: Okay, sorry. No Walter. I've got chicken shit on my hands.
1: I <laughs> <laughs> love that <line>. <laughs> 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 Do you know? Come let me show you something.
3: Um we're going downstairs. Why are we, Follow the why dark are we going downstairs? man in
2: the
4: dark creepy yeah. yeah, long
3: tunnel. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. All the best priests have that ba- basement full of Oh yeah. Oh. Yeah. Oh and if you this is your first time listening, Spoilers. uh spoiler yes. alerts. Just are assumed. Yeah, always assumed. Yes. Do we want to say our overall opinions on how it ranks? Sure. And, and before we get into wait, all that, okay, wait, how it ranks compared to the other two?
4: Yes. Or just as a. Or
3: just as a film in itself. Yes. I would say ranks the other two. I'm. I don't know if this is a hot take, but I just kind of think the mainline conjuring films are a little bit better than any of the spinoffs. Yes. Yeah. Oh, yes. I, I, okay, w- I will agree with so that. I, sorry if y'all listening do not agree with that, but that's where we're all land on. Yeah. I, my, my, I, per, my personal feeling is Annabelle creation is the best of all the spinoffs, but. I do like creation. I like that one too. Yeah. <laughs> but you
1: only like it because you got to watch it during a moon, uh, an eclipse.
2: <laughs> uh Yes, a lunar, uh, no, um.
1: Solar eclipse. Solar
2: eclipse.
1: <laughs> Two Annabelles.
2: Two Annabelles. On I've solar eclipses. On solar eclipses. It's fantastic. It's creepy. It gives you that weird vibe. It's. I recommend going to see a scary movie when there's a solar eclipse, always. Total eclipse of the sun? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, as ranked, I think <clears throat> the first Conjuring is my favorite, and then The Devil Made Me Do It, and then Conjuring 2. That, in order, that would be my...
1: Uh, you know, are we basing this on creep factor, story?
2: I'm basing it on what I like.
1: In, in general? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, because the the scene with the dog in part two is just it kind of mm-hmm. hits me in the feels. I'm like, that might push it a little bit more. Okay. Than the drunk landlord.
3: My general, I mean, I, I I agree with that assessment from Heather. My the reason and the reason why for me on Conjuring Two, because I do actually like the story of the infield haunting. Mm-hmm. And a side note for anybody that wants to like go onto archive.org and look up a television program from the UK called Ghost Watch. Oh is also related to the Enfield Haunting. It's
2: fantastic.
3: It is a trip and a half and it like related. It had people from the UK have PTSD after it aired. Yes. Did they? Yes. yes.
2: <laughs> wow.
1: So it's not like the one that's on Shudder, the WTV. It's
3: sort of, It's that's a that's a nod to it. Okay. Ghost Watch okay. came first. Yeah,
1: Because I knew there was supposed to be one where they were talking about yeah. it on air, yeah. we're following this group, yes. and all of a sudden weird stuff starts happening. Yeah,
3: yeah. And it's, well, the more, the, the more you get into it, the more you realize that it is the infield haunting, because like it starts following the whole thing with the yeah. middle child and mm. all that. And they talk about taps, Kay. talking to her. <laughs> all right, so for those
1: of you that are, aren't aware of who Ed and Lorraine Warren are, um, because they don't talk a lot about their history even in the first film, I mean, they mm-hmm. mention it a bit with when they open up with that, uh, what is that? That college meeting that they're, or symposium or whatever they're doing.
0: Yeah.
1: yeah. But they don't really get into the history. So Ed Lorraine and Warren um, are kind of known as the grandfathers of paranormal investigation, mm-hmm. if you will.
2: Mm-hmm. He was a demonologist, and she was a medium.
1: Mm-hmm.
3: Yep. Yeah, the first Conjuring movie only gives you that, at the beginning, that uh, leading psychic and psychic research investigators, and that Ed was the only non-ordained uh, person by the Catholic Church to be ever lead an exorcism. Is what it says at the beginning of the first movie. Right. Yeah. Um,
1: he's also the only one uh, non-ordained uh, labeled as demonologist. Mm-hmm. So, by the church. Yeah. So that's who who they are.
3: Their mm-hmm. um, most famous cases are the Devil Made Me Do It case, which right. is what the new one is about. Infield mm-hmm. haunting was mm-hmm. very famous because if you watch the movie or you know you you can search up, there was a lot of TV coverage of it over the time. Yes, and that people considered proof of the the haunting, and it got it got you know skeptics debunking over time and everything. So it's been divisive right. on that um, and Amityville.
1: Yeah, Amityville was the one that actually kind of shot them into stardom. It was their their first big case that got exposure. Mm-hmm. With,
2: no, it was not. Mm-mm. Nope. It was the, what I've... Nope. Bridgeport, been, Connecticut. It was in their yeah, hometown.
1: Yeah. Well, but Amityville was the first gigantic one that... I don't know how the, you measure that. I don't either, but that's what a lot of the research I've done has been saying is that's the one that brought them out to the everybody knows their name kind of well. I mean, situation. I mean
3: for, by just by reputation, if you say, if you say the Connecticut if you say the Connecticut case, to the, the average person, they won't know it as much as they'll know Amityville. But. Right.
1: because that's also the one after that happened when they started getting on the Merv Griffin show and all those others. It's where they get their worldwide notoriety was because of anime. Right. Love yeah. the Brokaw interview and the credits of the third one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> um, I forgot where we were. Oh, we're right here. OK.
2: Uh, we haven't left. No.
3: Yeah. No. no. We've been okay. sitting. Yeah. OK. Cool. No levitation. No contortion acts. Yeah. Oh, we were their cases. So. Yeah. Enfield,
1: Amityville. Don't um, made me do it you referenced haunting in connecticut haunting in connecticut was one um what was the name of the one from the first film yeah uh, it, uh, it was all uh, of those it, usually that, are
3: based on location that one's known by the that, the parent family That's yeah who it is but and then
1: there's the uh, smudge, smudge i can't remember the name um smuggle Smuddle. that was like, one of their is cases it, is it from Smudging. harry potter
3: the Muggles.
2: <laughs> I know the infield was Hodgson, right? Yeah. What's the name of the family? Hodg- Hodgson?
1: Yeah. They had
3: the werewolf one. Mm-hmm. Uh, Which I guess was teased in Annabelle Come home. Comes home, or what is? Is that the name of that third one? I'm not sure. Name of what? The third Annabelle movie.
1: Annabelle comes home. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Where it's more about their daughter than it is. Yeah. Them. Uh. Yep. But their career was fifty years? Something, Something like
3: that. One one uh.
1: I promise we did our research. Yeah. Everybody's <laughs> looking at <laughs> their notes files now. <laughs> um Union Cemetery mm-hmm. was another one. Uh of course it well, movie they just released that made me do it. Mm -hmm. Um, there was another one that did now I think there was another one in England that they did cannot remember
3: which that one was called So they founded the uh, New England Society for Psychic Research in 1952. Yes. Ed died in 2006. Yes. Lorraine just died in 2019. 2019,
1: 2019 yes. Uh, after the first, so a bit of trivia for you. In the first film, during the college scene, mm-hmm. if you pay close attention, the actual Lorraine is
3: in the audience. Yeah.
1: I think she's in the front row.
3: She was noted as being an avid fan of the first movie.
1: Yeah. She was not an avid fan of the haunting in Connecticut.
2: The sn- Sneeddecker is the one That's really it, yeah.
1: About
2: the one about a funeral home
1: hmm. which is haunting in Connecticut. Yeah. Yep. Um, there is a lot of discussion now
3: about them being frauds. I mean, you're talking psychic. Re- I mean, like, even in the first movie, when they're first introduced, like, what, what do, you, uh, what do you call yourself, or what do you call, what do people call you? And they they say the titles, and then Lorraine says kooks. Yeah. and then Ed, Ed, Ed kind of like smiles, like "wackos," or, you know, whatever. You know, it's like yeah. it means it's, it's Like, it's a field where people are going to doubt you starting out
2: a lot of skepticism a lot
3: of skepticism mm-hmm. I think I honestly I my own feelings when it comes to people involved and especially the, especially people that became noted for it like national interviews and everything like that all these cases going out trying to help people who are under duress is how much the person that's doing it believes like it's as long as you're not a, like my my own feelings is Know what you're doing, like if you have firm beliefs and everything. Know what you're doing. Don't be a snake oil salesman. Don't exploit people during moment during moments of crisis. Yeah, um, people are always going to accuse them, or like people are always going to accuse them of that. Yeah, like I don't think there's any way. Um, I have a, like I have a feeling we'll delve into differences between movies and the actual cases, especially yeah. those main three, because there are definitely some differences. Yeah, In
1: well, I mean, it, it's Hollywood. They, they're going to mm-hmm. make it bigger and more exciting and more drama and just to get, you know, yeah, people drawn into the into the film.
3: Well, it's it, it's interesting, too, that the Conjuring movies, like, the Conjuring movies have a, a whole lot of different takes. Like, uh, people have called them, like, the fast food of horror movies. Yeah. They say that you get in and out, you know, like, they're not going to unnerve you, they're not going to sit with you and all that type of stuff. But, you know, people who, people who really believe in these stories, I mean, obviously I would think it would, like, would affect them more, um, but it's interesting that, like, to talk the Perrin case, the major difference in that is you have a happy ending in the, the movie, yeah. and they lived in that house with occurrence, like, occurrences that they documented the, the, themselves for ten years following that, the right. Ed and Lorraine leaving. Yeah. They didn't seem to hate Ed and Lorraine afterwards, which I guess says something. Right. And they never they never <laughs> went in, one, asking for any
1: kind of compensation. Yeah. They wanted to genuinely help people um, with their issues. Uh, they didn't always go in instantly going, oh, it's a haunted house. We got to go there. Uh, Ed was more... Let's go in, see what's going on, get to talk to the people, because I'm sure they had tons of cases. It was just like, look, it's the wind blowing this thing, and,
3: and it's not really a paranormal issue. Yeah, and um, the movies are good about showing them trying to debunk and find actual evidence because they're like trying to get documented things to send to the Catholic Church, actually, in, in both the first two. Yeah. This mo- the, the third movie, they didn't deal with it too much.
2: Was it the first or the second one where they actually go to the couple's house and they're in the attic? that's the first one, yeah, and they're like, "Oh well, it's this running the water, running,
3: the water down running, the running down the pipe down the pipe,
2: and that's what's causing the noise oh, you're yeah. not you don't have any possession, this is just yeah, they try to debunk it,
1: mm-hmm. yeah um the one I was talking about was the smurl family s m u r l okay. Uh, that one took place in '74. Uh, was one of the cases, mm-hmm. demonic werewolf in London. But yeah, uh, they. I think they did a good job of coming in and saying, you know, they weren't Ed and Lorraine aren't just
3: trying to hype this up and hey, let's write a book and yeah. and all that. I I mean, the 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 easiest thing to comment on is how the movies present them. Yeah. And in my general feeling, I like I am pretty pretty good at separating things that are based on a true story from the actual story, because the moment you start looking at how much a movie actually follows an actual story, like there's so many ways it can get it wrong. Oh yeah. From just ending too early, like like let's say Aaron Brokovich. Where like you know, so, oh, it's a big inspiring story. Yeah, it's a big inspiring story. If you don't think about the residual effects on the environment and the fact that all these people didn't actually get paid after she left.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
3: <laughs> but uh, within the movies of the Con the Conjuring movies, I love the image of the Warrens just for the simple fact is that they are so honest like they're just like they're just a they're just a sign of faith and devotion yeah like they're all about faith and they're all about each other yeah which is sweet honestly Mm -hmm. like my general feel like my my girlfriend Wendy has watched the first movie she's not big into possession movies okay (laughs) oh, and uh she uh she watched the she watched the first one. She liked it, but at the same well, not enough to ever watch it again. But uh, you know, because like trigger warnings. But uh, when I con- I was talking to her about watching both the first two movies, getting ready for three this week, and she I was just like, and she was like, oh, how's that going? And I'm like, it's fine. It's we're at the sweet sing-along moment in two. <laughs> She's like, what? And I'm like, yeah, they have kind of a. Sound of music, Ed breaks up the guitar and sings Elvis along with the family. Yeah. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, one thing that the movies don't really touch on is how huge um, they are as Catholics. They yeah. Are, everything that they do is pretty the much out- based Roman on... Catholics. Mm-hmm.
2: Catholicism.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, how much Ed and Rain would... Base everything on, mm-hmm. on that, which is why they always brought in the priests and the church and yeah. everything into every case.
2: Well, th- it's said Ed Warren was brought up a strict Roman, Roman Catholic. Yeah. and then Lorraine was the same, and she went to an all-girls private Catholic school mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. growing up.
3: Yeah, it's interesting to think about them starting it in '52 look the 50s were not big about you know those types of stories coming out and getting reported and everything like that
1: (laughs) right yeah because that was that's kind of the great thing about them is i you know without them doing it as long ago as they did paranormal investigation today may not be the same as it is right now yeah well, you know,
2: they didn't start out to be a demonologist no. and a medium. They started out their lives thinking they were going to be artists.
1: Yeah. yeah. That was one way that they would get into the homes is, you know, can I draw a sketch of your house? And they would come in and then
3: ask, hey, can we kind of look around? And well, the big important question is how many cars did Ed work on?
2: <laughs> right.
3: <laughs> I was say I did like that Camaro
1: in that third home. <laughs> But I can see where people could be like, you know, after the watch of movies, go, "Oh, this is this is so far out there." Mm-hmm. Well, it's Hollywood. They're gonna they're gonna bolster it, and make it look more. Yeah. You know. Uh, I don't even know what the word is I'm looking for. Just mm-hmm. being Hollywood about it. it. Yeah. You know, adding the extra effects that may not have happened in real life
3: because, oh, this is gonna make it look cooler, or look scarier, or look, you know. Well, I mean, I've already, I've already read up on, as far as The Devil Made Me Do It, things that are heightened within that film. And like, some of it, some of it I'm very okay with, because like in adaptations, you always kind of mess with chronology. Just yeah. the simple fact, you like getting things in there. And the director of uh, Devil Made Me Do It is the same director of The Curse of La Llorona. Uh, Michael Chavez? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And... Uh, what the hell? He Flat out said he flat out said the, uh, the, uh, the scene of Lorraine helping out with the police investigation Uh that happened years later. Yeah. But he but it was like a big thing, and like Lorraine Warren was actually it was actually part of the inspiration for the FBI section. Like the FBI handbook includes how to deal and work with clairvoyant and psychic investigators, Mm -hmm. and a lot of that was done through her participation throughout the eighties. Yeah. So. Like it's it's an interesting thing to delve into, and it works it works very well in the movie. It's a nice little side plot to yeah. work, get to work into.
1: Yeah, exactly. Um.
3: Um. But I mean, if we want to like pull back the curtain, the main thing on this, on the on this new one is that Ed and Lorraine's uh, involvement with this case, as far as like research and everything, ended with the discovery of the totem everything following that was for for fluff. the sake of putting it in a movie <laughs> yeah and it's like if you've watched the movie that is a lot of the movie yeah, yeah. <laughs> like it's very dynamic and I love it for as a movie but yeah it, it's yeah it like whenever you get to the ending set piece and everything it is the most Battle they've had in the fir- in those three movies, and I'm right. like the ba- biggest battle, and I'm like, this feels very Hollywood and <laughs> developed.
1: Right. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I haven't fully researched everything on that case through their files or anything, so mm-hmm. uh, I'm not expressly familiar with the fact if it actually was this priest. Daughter, doing I, all as this far stuff. as
3: far as I know, as far as I know that the character was a creation. Like okay. it seems like
1: that's what. Yeah, it felt but, like it, that.
3: It, well, they uh, they said that, that they said that the Warren's investigation led them to believe that they was the family was cursed, was being cursed through a local sect or, right. or whatever. Say, well, they they flat out say Satanist.
1: Yeah, and that, which.
3: It's one of those things that like, you know, this is 81, so this is, you know, you kind of put that into a movie a little bit because you're at the height of satanic panic coming out.
1: Right. And they also talk about how um, a lot of these cases that they did were, you know, post exorcist and how the whole demonology and and satanic stuff coming out from the exorcist and afterwards Mm -hmm. is what made this big stir crazy so everybody was thinking that all this was going on after seeing these movies and all this stuff and that they were there just to. Mm-hmm. oh yeah 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 we can help you with that and yeah so It. i, I don't know it, it's
3: you get to you get to movies like this and you have to decide what your where your enjoyment level lies yeah Like when something says based on a true story, that might give you a few extra shivers, but I don't think it should be your your your. I don't think I don't think it should decide your enjoyment of a film. No, not at all. This is not a documentary. I mean, uh, The key word is based, not yeah, not a true story. Yeah, I mean, then you'll get movies like Fargo where it says based on a true story, and absolutely nothing's came came out of a true story.
0: Right.
1: Well,
3: the story was true, but we twisted everything to make it a movie. Oh, I mean the Coen Brothers will tell you on Fargo they completely fabricated all of it. They didn't read a story or anything.
1: It's based on a true story out of my head.
3: <laughs> based on a true story, in the same way that uh, Nightmare on Elm Street's based on a true story.
1: <laughs> I think it's more is more based on a
3: true. Story. Yeah, actually, Nightmare on Elm Street actually at least had a had a news story related to yeah. it.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it's based on a true story. of Event Horizon.
3: <laughs> that might be true in the future. You yeah, don't know. it could be. It could be. You know. <laughs> I
1: think um, Event Horizon would have been better if the Enterprise had just shown up and saved them all. Yeah.
3: So, uh, all right, as movie buffs, okay. what, are you, what are your feeling What are your feelings about a different director on Part Three? I How was you-
1: actually quite impressed with what he did. I liked what he did. I liked it. Okay, I I I had forgotten he had done like
3: La Llorona. No, I was
1: not a big fan of that film.
3: The movie, the the direction in La Llorona was fine. It's just a very uneventful movie. Yeah, is Mm -hmm. my feeling on it. Right. Like we got like the first time I watched it, I had to stop about fifty minutes in, and then like continue later. And I was like, and I was like, what has even happened?
1: I was also unimpressed in how the nun and the Alierona kind of looked alike.
3: Yeah, I will say is like delving into the idea of these movies because there are plenty of people who think that this, these movies have run their course. Especially you, you see the hot take reviews on this movie and the fact that it's a little bit more popcornish, I guess you know people are like saying you know blood in the water you know that the series is done now and everything yeah. I think the biggest thing that's just been is just been the the cash grabs have most been apparent in the spin-offs because right. Annabelle certainly didn't need a trilogy no, no it didn't no. and like there were some moments throughout the third movie but the third movie itself was random enough that i don't remember much of the plot of that one either like i just remember the sort of funhouse appeal of them, them in the the room and like looking at right. artifacts and stuff
4: see i think that the artifact room would be a very good spin-off on its own i mean you know i i do like the fact that in each of the movies they kind of have the fact that they bring in the artifact into the yeah. museum and put it in there so, kind of explains how it ties into them but i think that you know do it like you said doing the three annabelles that was a little bit much mm-hmm. you know
3: i mean what's funny is the most needless of the three annabelles movies was the first one mm. yep. Cause yeah because the first one has but there's no resemblance to the actual case no. whatsoever and no, 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 no and no. like is only working for that ending plot twist which depending on how much independent indie horror you watch i so you see that ending coming a mile away
4: yeah yeah <laughs> but i mean e- and even things that like i think it was the second one?
3: Second one's the one the in orphanage. the orphanage in the 20s
4: no the one where it's actually in their house. That's the third. third one. Okay, so yeah. the third one. I some? really kind of like that one because then it ties into, well, what if all those things did get out?
3: Mm-hmm.
4: What if, you know... Yep. So I, I do like that one.
3: Yeah, mass hysteria. Yeah. Cats and dogs living in harmony. Oh, yeah, yeah. everything. Yeah. Yeah. Chaos. Cats and dogs <laughs> sleeping <laughs> together. Mass hysteria. <laughs> um, so, well, far,
1: so far, this film has made 9.8 yes. million domestic... Thirteen point eight million gross. Well, that's,
3: that's, that's only box office. They yeah. have, they have different aggregates for <laughs> for HBO. the HBO part. Right. Yeah. yeah. Um, and that's just after what one day, two days. Yeah.
1: Yep. Yeah. So it's not too bad of a start.
3: Yeah, for where where the theater system is right now.
1: I was actually kind of fond that this one actually went as far as to go rated R, so they could push those limits a little more. Well, the first two were rated R2,
3: were they? Yep.
1: Maybe in fact, it was in, in there's al-
3: the, well there's no there's almost no blood in the first Conjuring. No. It's rated R for terror exclusively.
1: Okay. Cuz I know
3: some of them are PG-13, the, the spin-offs. Yeah. I Yeah. Um No, I remember watching the first Conjuring in the theater with like their bunch of families who brought their like 7-year-olds. Why? I don't know, but I was sitting there thinking whenever it got to the end and the mommy's chasing the little daughter through, under the basement, I'm like, okay, so whenever they have nightmares tonight, you're Ooh. like, it's okay, mommy's here. Yeah. <laughs> don't change me. <laughs>
0: yeah.
3: That, that movie is, I mean, the first Conjuring I, f- I consider fairly effective in just, as just, in just craft. Yeah, and like it feels it. It's set in the '70s, and it feels like it's product of the '70s. It does,
0: right?
1: Um, I, I was the first time I ever heard of hide, hide and clap. Yeah, like what was the clap thing? <laughs> <laughs> I, never heard of that. I didn't clap when I played hide and seek. <laughs>
3: <laughs> I liked it because, like, I get you know. I honestly felt that that was like a nice thing to give the family. It's like this is something this family unique to this family. Yeah, like they play it all the time.
2: Yes, but it was very dangerous. They just moved into a new house with yeah. stairs. Well, especially yeah,
3: and they're like they're like, uh, let's play. Hi- they never let me play hide and clap. Let's play in here on the second floor. Yeah, right. Uh. <laughs> hey, stop that. It's like, stop that. W- it's like we just accidentally broke a hole into the basement, and I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna blindfold myself around those banisters.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
3: <laughs> <laughs> um. I will say, I will say, I will say. The one thing is, there were a lot of play it safe moments from a filmmaking standpoint in this third movie. Like whenever it got to, uh, whenever it got to Artie and the girl and the uh, sister.
1: Artie and his sister.
3: um, Following following David being cleared and he says, "Coming to me or whatever. And then like, then it cuts to them with the household, with the house where they're working with all the dogs. Yeah. Yeah. And then like, it's got that nice little panning shot or whatever. And it's playing a top 40 hit from the day or whatever. I'm like, this is straight up. You're mimicking the open, the uh, California dreaming from the first movie.
4: Yeah. So what was one of your most, I guess would be favorite scenes in the movie?
3: And this new one, mm-hmm. I really and even though she felt entirely fabricated, I really liked the villain, like the 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 uh, satanist witch yeah. with her altar and everything. She reminded me a lot of uh, the preacher man from Poltergeist too. Yeah, yeah. she reminded yeah. me yeah. of um,
2: oh oh crap, uh, Ichabod Crane.
1: Oh, yeah, that too. Yeah, yeah
2: <laughs> like She really she reminded me of Ichabod Crane. Like, she felt the, like something out of, like, The, the Crucible yeah, yeah okay. what she felt like. Yeah, yeah. I mean, she, she like dressed <laughs> like it. Yeah.
3: It was funny being, a, it fit, funny being a Satanist, and she dressed like a Victorian school marm. Yeah, she did. Yeah.
4: <laughs> what was yours?
3: I don't know.
1: There were quite a there were you, quite a few scenes. You
3: you liked the uh, you liked the shower. You were I, saying I did
1: actually really enjoy
3: that first initial scare
1: shot in the shower with, with the shower the hand with over, the shower rings. Yeah, with the hand over the shower rod. See,
2: mine was mine was the waterbed because it brought up a a uh, childhood terror that I had. Growing up, that I had completely forgot about because nobody has water beds anymore.
1: No, I don't even know where you can buy one anymore. I don't think you
2: can. You had a fear of water beds? Oh, I had the fear of the exact scene in that movie <laughs> of a body being in the water bed? Yes.
3: <laughs> and well, I hadn't thought about it in years. A very because, logical thing. Because nobody, <laughs> like, nobody
2: ever has water beds anymore, right? And growing mm-hmm. up, my aunt did. And I always had this fear when I slept on that bed that there was going to be something in the bed. And I guess that's like my deep-seated fear of water anyways.
3: It may be, yeah. Well, you don't exactly. like dark water. Yeah. And,
2: and I, a bed is dark Well, you can't see in there.
3: Yeah.
1: Wait, now you can put some LED lights under it.
2: Right? <laughs> yeah, glowing. Disco rave. Glowing goo in that, there. That
3: would be a good shot main thing I remember about having a water bed growing up is that my arm would always get trapped between the uh, water bed and like the railing. <laughs> <laughs> it was a very, in- like, it, like it, you got to sleep cool, but it was the most inconvenient bed to get up out of, especially if you're half asleep and you need to go to the bathroom. Yeah. It was like just water sounds all around you and you're sitting there rolling and you're like, I can't get up, I can't get over this, what's going on? <laughs>
1: That's why it helps to have someone there,
3: too. You can be like, can you roll this way a little bit? Okay, now get out. <laughs> you know, I don't know that I ever would have owned a waterbed sleeping with anybody else in it. We did.
2: <laughs> See, I could not, because...
3: <laughs> but here's... Like, even in my
2: bed, we have the... Like, our bed is pretty... doesn't move a lot. But I have a husband that is very active sleeper. and uh it makes me crazy Mm -hmm. like he'll toss and turn. it's like the whole bed wiggles yeah that he would flip me off right off in the floor if we had a water bed
4: the thing about mine is when we first got married he he was not a mover in bed and then over you know getting older he has thanks honey leg (laughs) spasms like you know, he's in a kick line for a chorus girl, you know, he just goes nuts mm-hmm. and
2: uh, it's insane.
1: Why, why crush my dreams like that?
2: Yeah, Chad's the same way. <laughs> Sorry, babe. Got the same problems.
1: I always wanted just,
3: to be a chorus line girl.
2: You
4: don't look good in six inch heels. There's just no you way. You ever wake I'm up sure. with Did a leg cramp and up? try
3: not to wake up the person in bed next to you? No. All the time, yeah.
4: He kicks. It doesn't matter.
3: You can't kick if you got a leg cramp. Yeah. <laughs> you no, know, like, if you get like, oh, the Charlie yeah. Lifts, oh,
4: no, then he's all like, you know that Can moment I reach where down you feel like, somebody okay, sitting up on, in bed?
3: <laughs> yeah, yeah, and you're just like, okay, you need the, the leg needs to do this. Oh, no. my God. Yeah. <laughs> There's the dog. There's the dog. Yeah. <laughs> Stop. Get out of the way.
1: <laughs> yeah, all the time. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> it's worse when you get like a shin splint. You're like, ah, <laughs> ah. I can't move my foot up.
4: <laughs> <laughs> I think my favorite scene that was in it was the morgue scene. Yeah. I really
2: liked that one.
1: <laughs> I thought it I thought it was better when he came to the house.
2: Ooh. Yeah. The big bad yeah. guy. Right. So we were watching it I watched it for the second time with Monica uh-huh. yesterday. And um they get to that scene and it's the lights you have to twist the the timer. Yeah. And so she goes, Oh God, those lights are going to go out. You know, those lights are going to go out. (laughs) 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 She had a lot to say about that movie. Mm -hmm.
4: So back when I lived with an ex-boyfriend, his parents' house used to be a um, priest home. A rectory. It, well, it wasn't really a rectory. It was just kind of this house that they had for the priest. It wasn't oh a parsonage. Yeah. Parsonage, That's It wasn't attached to called. the church or anything. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah, parsonage. So parsonage. There is this one bathroom that you literally had a timer that you would have to crank on, and the lights would come on. And
3: forgetful you, priests who didn't want to church too
4: much. Right, that much. <laughs> and it was like the, when the lights came on, and there you like you were in a time limit thing to get
2: out. Cause that would not work well with men in their newspapers. All of a sudden, well, the they're in the dark.
4: It, this bathroom is is that it was- <laughs>
3: Tripping on your pants, trying to get up and twist the light again.
4: The creepy <laughs> thing about this bathroom was it was part of it was attached to the kitchen, part of it was attached to a steady room, and then the other ta- was attached to the bathroom. So there had three doors on this bathroom
1: after you turn the light on (laughs) (laughs) what does that have to do with the light (laughs) the
4: thing about it is well you you had to time it and then go through three doors in there at night and you had the two doors open to the kitchen and the bat and the like little area it was freaky as (laughs) it was just it was one of those you felt like something was gonna come get you kind of moments.
1: Hmm. What's even worse is when you had those timers on hot tubs, so you had to get out to the cold, wa- cold air to turn the thingy back on.
4: Never had those problems.
1: It's just as bad with the uh, motion-activated lights in the bathrooms and the
3: public in doctor's office. Yes. Yeah.
2: Cause eh,
3: eh, I'm still here. <laughs> <laughs> but
4: What about when they come on on their just on their own, like you know? Nobody's messing with them.
3: I get paranoid about the motion-activated ones in like uh, in retail stores. That come when on. they have multiple stalls, I'm like, <laughs> I'm just gonna be in here in the stall, and the lights will go out, and I have to like open the door and go, "Hey!" <laughs>
2: <laughs> and it's all good. And then monsters. like three Sport people train. will
3: come in from the store, and they're like, "What are you doing?" And I'm like, "I'm not a freak. You are."
2: sitting there with the motion activated lights they go off and you're sitting next to a floor drain Mm -hmm. nope
1: yeah no Mm -mm. you love those floor drains gotta love me a floor drain hey wheezy
3: so my question is
4: if you had to curse an object what would you guys curse
3: Are we are we choosing a target for this curse or are we just no. randomly cursing somebody we like,
4: are just randomly cursing something like okay. to give to someone thinner oh. <laughs> that was actually a really good movie <laughs>
2: <laughs> little kooky in some of the spots right, doctor so, from town. so like something that that you could curse but it would be something that you wouldn't just put in a closet.
3: Well, i feel like if you wanted to be safe these days yeah go ahead and curse a videotape it won't go anywhere <laughs> yeah. no
2: like a piece of jewelry maybe i don't know i don't know what i would curse
3: don't make it turquoise texas women will buy it <laughs> <laughs>
0: never <that> idea, <laughs>
3: cowgirl well, I mean, chic but
0: I mean <laughs> is it something
2: that you want to curse like specifically you want to curse one person then piece of jewelry would be perfect because then they would wear it all the time and always be cursed
1: mm. it's, it's almost to the point with today's throwaway society that it'd be easier just to do like truth or dare movie get on the YouTube and be like truth or dare yeah you're all cursed
2: right
3: <laughs> I mean the most most effective like disease curse thing you ever seen in anything is Pontypool pool yeah that's such a great movie just curse the language itself yeah
1: (laughs) that's such a great movie for just one location
2: i loved it
1: (laughs) but y'all did catch the 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 straight-up exorcist
3: oh yes with the car and the i I, I was watching it at five the the first time i watched this movie i got up i got up at 5 a.m on friday and i was just like I checked IMDB to see how long the movie was and I was like, yeah. well, I got two hours, I'll watch it before I go to work. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, even half asleep getting my coffee, I was like, oh, there's The Exorcist. Yep.
1: As so, <laughs> soon the as I saw up. the reverse shot out the window, I was like, oh, nah, yeah, yeah, mm-hmm, there it is. <laughs> Just need some stairs.
2: <laughs> there were stairs in the house. It's fine. it's fine, it's fine. It's
3: fine. Do you enjoy Luke from A Haunting Hill House as the kid? is that who that was yep
2: i knew that kid looked familiar and i couldn't he's, he place looked,
3: him. I, th- I have a feeling he's going to be in a lot of horror
1: things for a while might be he's good my first <laughs> comment was why did they make the kid try to look like jerry Maguire's kid
0: <laughs> hmm. i don't
1: know it's just how he looks i don't
3: know what don't to say know. to that it's just <laughs> that was the first
1: th- the type of glasses they put on him and
3: stuff for this. that's self. the type of glasses he wears is it really if you saw Haunting the Hill House and the other thing, I've seen him in three or four things, and he's got those glasses. Huh. He always has and
1: oh, just It was the the, the short blonde haircut and, mm-hmm. and everything. I was just like, it looks like Jeremy is
3: hair is longer me. than that. Is it? Yeah. It's a little, not mop top, but, yeah. yeah. I was just the first thing I thought when I saw him.
0: Mm-hmm.
3: I've watched Haunting the Hill House four or five times already. Have you? Yeah. I think I watched it two or three.
1: <laughs> Same. I haven't gotten through the second one, though. I have. Yeah. Fifth. I get through, I think, first two episodes.
3: They're not horror. They're no, They're, very, more they're very much drama. Yeah.
4: <laughs> <laughs> what?
3: Lift off. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs>
3: it was your wife's reaction. Yes. She didn't see your legs going up, and she was hurt, and all of a sudden was... Like,
0: <laughs>
1: so what was your favorite scene?
3: Uh, oh, that's right. I guess I just said that I like the villain. Yeah. Um. Did I like the shower. She liked
1: the mortuary.
2: The waterbed.
1: The waterbed. I that was your f- worst scene. It's your favorite scene too?
2: Well, that and the... Uh the rat in the box, a cereal. It's like going in the moves, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. and Monica's like, "Oh my god, they have rats! Oh my god, they have rats! Look, it's a rat! And I guarantee you, it's a rat."
3: I gotta say, I, I gotta say, I enjoyed the exorcism part, and I know, in, like, in midst all the things that they changed, I know that the they report the family reported levitation in David. Yeah. Not the contortion thing that he does. Oh yeah, that when was good. When he did that, really you good. know,
2: what immediately I thought of ring the ring where she's coming out of the tv and her leg is like all over like his was that is exactly what i thought i was like that looks like they copied the ring
1: i don't know i thought about the exorcist stare scene from the Vision you've never seen before
3: i I think i think in general they were just like the director the director said in an interview in general he was just thinking it would be more unnerving for the audience to like see a child. Yeah. go through such horrific, like right. contortion more than because he's in his words, he said that levitation at this point is kind of magical. Yeah. Right. Like when you see it, you go, Oh, I mean, you think, if I think of levitation, I think of, I do think of The Exorcist, but I also think of Dana Barrett and Ghostbusters. Yeah, and right. I think of the light as a feather, stiff as a board from The Craft. Yeah, <laughs> Those are the first things I think of. So it's like, one of those is a horror movie. Yeah. The other two, I'm like, okay, she's like the weird seduction of Bill Murray. Yeah. And then, friend night.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she's fine. She's, she's, she's laying down on
3: her bed.
2: <laughs> four
1: her feet above her bed. <laughs> <laughs> It also made me think of uh the unborn because there's some of that mm-hmm. twisty kind of
3: yeah but I but I mean I do remember the first the first moment like uh one of my first moments in reaction to the movie was David bursting through with the knife and stabbing the preacher. Well, yeah. very the in the sh- left. I'm like, yeah. holy shit!
2: So it wasn't the priest; it was the dad.
3: Yeah, it was, it was the dad. The dad. Yeah, that's right. And yeah. I had
2: a very much pet cemetery vibes with.
3: Oh, that's you know, right. The, with, the priest the got the plates and, to the head.
2: Yeah,
4: yeah. yeah. Like, <laughs> <laughs> that was so funny. I thought. And
3: then, and then, and then, and uh, then. Yeah, I was watching it with a friend, and it got to Ed starting to hyperventilate, which you know, you watch the movie, you realize he like had a heart attack. Yeah, he's but like, but but, here, but in right. the mo in the moment, you just have Lorraine going, so call nine one one, call nine one one, and my friend was just like, yeah, call call nine one one now for your because he's hyperventilating, not like we have someone bleeding over there. Right. And, like someone concussed in the other room. it's like yeah. we, we didn't want to bother him until right. now.
1: <laughs> Ed's still standing, we're good. Yeah. yeah the, the the contortionist thing happened and Chris just goes, he's dead.
2: What well, other <laughs> part that killed me was in that movie was the parents are a big part of the first part of the movie. Yeah. The yeah. beginning and then they just disappear they're right. gone they're in one other scene at the barbecue yeah and that's it yeah like they just disappeared like where the hell were they through the trial were Dude, they, they not helping their daughter the stuff in the walls they're still like claw marks I, know. I, I think and
3: they shit. are i think they are in the trial scenes they just don't do anything i think
1: there was a pan shot there was them. a pan
3: shot that had them but
2: I thought it was just the daughter and Edna and Lorraine in the pantries. No,
3: they're they're. You a, sure. Nope.
1: See, and I kept thinking the same thing about Ed and Lorraine's daughter. It's like she was there at the hospital. Now where'd she go?
2: Back home. She went to be with her Because every
1: time their daughter showed up to talk about.
2: You see what I'm the saying? The guy. I thought like it now was Cole's their daughter. Thinking, and did I see them in the court? They weren't.
3: No, they're they're, they're in. There are two courtroom scenes and I know they're in at least one of them. Yeah, because they were sitting next to her. I think that I think it's the verdict. Yeah, mm. probably.
2: I'll have to watch again just to see.
3: <laughs> but uh No, I th- I I thought I I'm pretty sure it was just a difference of locations when it whenever it came to their daughter. Yeah, because I think it was like
1: it just kept throwing me and uh, throwing me because I kept seeing their daughter and she looked so similar to the, the girl playing their daughter I was like yeah. is that wait why is she with the um, okay never mind I just figured out
3: <laughs> double performance yeah <laughs>
1: cause like when, when she would go to the prison and was standing by his bed so I was like why are the Warren's daughter there it
3: was just yeah me I guess and it's weird it's weird to me with these movies specifically and, and I think it's just I mean you owe a lot to performances of good actors the first movie like all the actors were good yeah, yeah. it's straight up second movie i like the actress that plays the mother but man it's a fake british accent mm-hmm. yeah um i like i know her from like comedies other than that right um hidden miss with british accents all throughout the second conjuring oh yeah mm-hmm. uh this movie in general I like all the performances love I can't think of the actor's name who plays Walter in fringe and he's also the king yeah King Theoden from Lord king of the Rings is that right the one who burned himself up in and
1: uh, he wasn't king he was uh, John he, Noble.
3: he was John Noble
1: he was okay. just Keeping care of it until the king returned.
3: Yeah, the one, the one who ate a rotisserie chicken and while, well sa- while well listening to the sad music. Yeah,
1: <laughs> sing for me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're a great partner. Yeah. Anyway,s and uh, then I'm gonna take a plunge mm-hmm. off the mountain. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> he, he's a great
3: actor. He is. I love very him in Fringe. Yeah, he was good in uh, the the game L.A. Noir too.
1: Oh, okay, okay. No, yep. <laughs> I never got to play that one.
3: <laughs> but uh, yeah, perform. Uh, but I mean, of course, you know, I'm saying all that, but you know, leading up to Patrick Wilson and Vera Farmiga, yeah. they're the heart of these, the or the main trilogy here. Oh yeah, yeah. And like, w- when we were getting, like, uh, we have a we have a Facebook Messenger group for the uh, for the podcast or, or for the podcast. And we've been like, I've been like doing countdown stuff on Facebook messaging and stuff like that throughout this week. Uh-huh. And like Lord, wh- yeah. and when, I was, and when I was doing, when I was doing gifts, I found one that was from the press tour, Conjuring 2, and it was just Patrick Wilson and Vera Farmiga pulling the goofiest face at each other, like in excitement or whatever. <laughs> and I'm like, Oh, that I love that so much. Right. <laughs> so like normally with horror movies. I feel gypped if it has, like, a super schmaltzy happy ending <laughs> that yeah. feels unwarranted. But with these movies, their heart's on their sleeves enough that you don't really want a super dark ending. Right. Like, the 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 only thing dark about the endings to these movies is the fact that they'll try to hit on the fact that evil still exists. We, we're we keeping it under wraps. Yeah.
4: Well, right. I mean, she did, you know, not even she. I think both of them... Said a really good point. I mean, in any court, you know, they do validate God. You know, they mm-hmm. have, even if you're an, an atheist, you're still holding a Bible. You know,
2: I swear to tell the you whole know, truth, the,
4: nothing the, the the truth. Nothing the, the, but the truth. The help we acknowledge. We
3: acknowledge that the court <sighs> acknowledges the God, the existence of God, every time someone swears on a Bible. Is it? Yeah, not yeah. The
4: existence of the devil.
3: Yeah. <laughs> well, even Edge made comment that you know he doesn't mind
1: skeptics he goes because skeptics have somewhat of an open mind yeah he goes but show me you know uh, a closed-minded atheist and that's the one that's you know gonna be hard to convince or mm-hmm. show evidence to to
3: make them believe or yeah. something like that And he's like they're more I closed still love minded the part
4: where they invite the lawyer over to meet Annabelle
3: Yeah, it's great that they just don't show it. (laughs) Like the next, yeah, the (laughs) the next shot is just her staring in the middle space.
4: Yeah, (laughs) I just love that. I'm like, yeah, you know, she saw some shit when she went there last night. So, anyways.
3: So, final
1: final thoughts. I,
3: I, I enjoyed it. Like, if I'm getting, like random number score that means nothing. Sure, why not? I will say this one's a good seven and a half out of 10. Seven and a half out of 10. For the for the yardstick, I put the first one as a nine. It's one of my favorites the last 10, 20 years, whatever. Okay. The second one gets a seven from me. Okay. So this one's a little bit better. The reason reason being is the, fir- the second one just feels a little meandery, a little bloated. Like yeah. it, 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 like it's got a lot of background, but at the same time, it just doesn't flow or
1: clip. It's like they kind of put a little too much into it mm-hmm. and couldn't span Maybe. it out.
3: Yeah, yeah. This one, this one is very. This one get, gets done before you know it. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. It's it's all of a sudden it's over. <laughs> really, that was two hours. <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm with you. I, it's
2: very fast paced compared to s- the second one. Yeah. The second one seems like not as.
1: Took its time. It did. I would I would fully recommend it. If you haven't watched it yet, or uh, and you have HBO, or if you want to go to the theater, I would definitely recommend going and checking this one out. Yeah. About you.
4: I think the concept of, as a whole, the Conjuring movies are good. I think this one was pretty good. Out of all of them, I would have to say it's probably one of my faves. Um would like to see them kind of explore the rest of what was in the museum and give back stories to them. But kind of like a Warehouse 13. A,
1: a series?
4: Yeah. Well, and Why not?
1: She wants a Friday the 13th a
3: series made out, yeah, out of well,
4: it. Yeah, Warehouse 13.
3: <laughs> Same concept. Freddy's Nightmare is the series. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> Welcome back to Freddy's
3: hey night. I have Indiana. To give it a
4: number, <laughs> <laughs> I would have to say probably an 8 or 9. Okay. That's pretty good. I enjoyed it.
1: I enjoyed it? Yeah. I'd say somewhere between 7 and
4: 8. 10 when our daughter jumped through the... the
1: <laughs> oh, yeah. That kind of sold it for me. I was like, oh, yeah. <laughs> she only came in halfway through the film, and I'm like, yeah. we can rewind it and... Ju- no, 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 I'm good. I'm good.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, the
4: morgue scene kind of got to her. It it was funny. I was we were sitting there watching and of course the scene where, you know, they're turning on the light and there's a scene where he goes through and then all of a sudden there's no sheet on there. I was like, uh, yeah, no, I'm sorry. But if I hear a bell, y'all are in on your own. And so she was trying to watch it through it with her fingers. And it was hilarious. And the next thing you see is the big guy. And <laughs> she's like, "Nope, nope, not happening. Not watch this. I'm good. I'm good."
1: <laughs> so all in all, we we give a big recommend. Yes. yes. Yep. Yeah. All right. So uh, go out and check out the Conjuring. Don't forget to send us some information on uh, our new show that we're working on with. Uh, Independent short horror films. Send us your blood. Thanks again, Brian, for uh, being a listener, mm-hmm. and
3: hope uh, oh, y'all. Do you think everybody else too?
1: Yes, thank not everybody else no, for for not, being not,
3: not being rude to you, Brian. Yeah, yeah sorry. Yes. Thank yes. you for thank <laughs> you, but you know, we're thank everybody you, else. We're too. thanking you because you <laughs> you you
1: sent us some some love. <laughs> so there's the thanks for the yeah, love. Okay.
4: In the hey, everybody, thank, thank you. you for
1: listening. <laughs> Tell your friends and your family, (laughs) your ghosts, and your demons, and your ghouls. Tell Tell everybody. Let us all know. Let us know what
2: you think. Let us
1: know. Um, Don't forget to subscribe. Give us a rating and a review. And we hope you all enjoy the rest of your week as we will enjoy the rest of ours. And as always, stay
2: scared.